Welcome to episode 29 of Continuous Quality Compliance. Today we're talking about training in personal development. CTC asks for a training matrix. They want to see that you're covering mandatory training. However, it is important to note that as part of Regulation 18 staffing, you want to be looking at staff skills and knowledge and development of staff appropriately. To me, training should be looked at outside the box. Don't assume that all training has to be either classroom-based or e-learning. Actually, it should be a mixer. But also, your staff will have different learning styles. So the number one thing to do is to find out the learning style of your staff because they will learn better if they're given a if they're allowed to use a learning style that meets their way of learning. I also think it's important to look at staff development broader than just today. It's about looking at how much development do you need from your staff for how you want to build up your organisation. So what do I mean? Well, for instance, in one organisation I'm working with, we have been discussing succession planning. The senior staff have been with the company for over 20 years. So there will come a time when they are ready to retire and they have acknowledged this. They've also acknowledged the fact they would probably want staff from within the organisation to apply for their roles. Hence the need for thinking about succession planning because currently the staff that they think could step into their shoes won't have the right level of knowledge and skills but they can do if they have a succession planning program in place and it's something that you should be looking at at least um, on an 18 months to two, two year time frame and that's what this organization is doing i do despair because when i worked in the nhs succession planning wasn't looked at well at all they'd have one nurse being a clinical nurse specialist and then they'd retire and boom, all that knowledge gone and they hadn't mentored anybody up to that level. So that's one aspect that's important. The other thing to look at is when you're promoting staff, especially especially into management roles, please ensure you give them the tools to do their job. I've had personal experience of being thrown into a management role with no experience and it was difficult. I ended up being bullied alone the hard, hard way how to manage. I would not wish that on anyone. Blame my managers. It wasn't even in the job advert. It's when I started. They said, oh, by the way, you're managing eight staff. There was no training provided. I had to ask for a relevant training. I learned a lot, but at the expense of my mental health. My husband found it hard seeing me cry night after night when I was being bullied. The next time I knew what to do. I didn't leave the organisation because I hadn't done anything wrong. I actually was being supportive, but the team had been so used to managing themselves and doing what they wanted when they wanted, with nobody questioning anything, they didn't like having a manager. So training is not just about mandatory training, it's about giving the staff the right tools to do their job and develop them so they want to stay. If you can have a career path, that's even better. Staff who feel worried will usually stay. And they'll usually stay if they can see a career path. So, for instance, if somebody starts as a carer and then they can see they can become a senior carer and then do other duties and there's a way they can look at going into management if they want so wish. And also, don't think training just comes from, you know, going to classroom learning or from online courses. Training can be from reading journals, 
reading personal development books, going to forums in the local area and imparting the knowledge to your own staff. It, it can even be done from learning from films. Something outside the box when you consider training. If you want some ideas, get in touch with me through the contact form on my website because I train myself in different ways. I develop myself. I'm a believer in lifelong learning. And I've had some really bad training. I've had some really good training. I'm trained to be trained the trainer. So I can train other people. A good example is um, a franchise home care provider called Home Instead. They actually collaborated with the local hospital to reduce hospitalisation after falls and to reduce unnecessary calls. By working as a team, both parties were able to help each other and more importantly, their clients. It meant the trust training the Home Instead staff on a traffic light falls assessment system, which they used themselves in hospital. And it really helped the staff to know when to call the ambulance, when to do something else, when to escalate it, for instance. And this is what I mean about outside the box thinking. You don't need to have, find all the answers yourself within your organisation. You can collaborate with others. I do a lot of collaboration myself. And then you can help each other out. There's many case studies that can be found on the CQC website. And if you want to get in touch with me, my website is www.teachourhandconsultancy.co.uk. Training isn't just about mandatory training. Training is about developing your staff and giving them the right tools to do their job effectively. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review the podcast. Do subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes.